Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about signs that your marriage needs help. What does that look like? I don't know if it was a TV show. I was just talking to somebody about this at a small group last night. I don't know if it was a conversation. I just remember somebody talking about the fact that they were celebrating that the bulb behind their check engine light burnt out. And they were just celebrating it saying, it's exciting. The ball burnt out and I no longer have to stare at that. I know my engine needs to be checked. I know my car has issues. I just don't want to be reminded. It's just honestly a very funny moment. I had never thought about it because I've had a few of those cars where the light is on and I don't know what's going on, but I am too lazy or just being ignorant about it or choosing to be ignorant about the issues at hand. Now, one thing that we can't afford to do in marriage is recognize that we need help and we choose to ignore it. I've known people to think, well, maybe we'll grow out of this moment. Maybe my spouse will change. Maybe God will just change things, bippity-boppity-boom, miracle, and everything is fixed. But wishing problems away never actually dealt with a problem. What, what ends up happening is that stuff gets buried deeper and deeper and deeper to the point where you're realizing the marriage is drifting apart and you're trying to figure out where it all happened. And so what I want to do is I want to help you work through this because every single marriage goes through these things. Every single marriage has moments where they need help. They need to ask for help. But every marriage does have to come to the place of humility where we not just admit it, but we actually do something about it. So here are three signs, three signs that if you see any one of these here, it is time to get some help. Number one, you feel lonely even when you're together. You're feeling lonely even when you're together. I mean, have you ever felt lonely while spending time with your spouse or you're home alone with your spouse? You don't feel seen. You don't feel heard. Um, you just got something kind of going on where you're two ships that pass in the night. That's always been my metaphor with couples is you're home, you're existing, but you're not actually connecting. And let's be real, this is something that can actually happen naturally when it comes to the marriage itself. How does that happen? Because the longer you're married between your jobs, your kids, the kids' schedules, school schedules, sports schedules, um, your guys' social schedules, uh, work schedules, you've got um, church schedules. You've got all sorts of things that are going on and there is a natural drifting apart that can happen. And so we often tend to prioritize outside activities and things rather than looking inside and doing something about it. And when you get busy and when life is just going in opposite directions for the both of you, you can almost feel like strangers living in the same home. So if you're feeling lonely on a regular basis, it's important to begin to work out, why am I feeling that way? What is driving this? When did this begin? I think a great action is actually journaling, writing some things down. Um, you want to get to the place where you're just being clear on why something specific is bothering you and why, how it even got to that place. Getting a good counselor to kind of work through that, talking with your spouse, the both of you having a counselor would be a phenomenal way to begin to get your, your two lives to reconnect again. Number two, harboring deep resentment harboring deep resentment. If you want to know how you know to get help, then you need to recognize that 
okay, harboring deep resentment is that indicator light. It is that bright light that is just kind of blaring to at you. It is just sounding off like an alarm saying it's time to get help. And so those people that are in deep trouble in their marriage are those people that are just harboring this resentment that is just underneath the surface all of the time. Um, it's like Phil Collins says, there's something in the air tonight. You walk into the room and you just sense something's in the air. And it's not a new thing. It's always there. It might be on you. It might be on your spouse. It might be on the both of you. But resentment develops when you spend time feeling hurt or dismissed or even neglected without any type of resolution or care. And, and it just kind of sits and it just stews in you. Uh, my wife made chili this weekend for our small group. We get together with a bunch of couples once a month. We have a great time. We call it a table. And we just we just had chili. The best chili is a type of chili that honestly gets cooked over and over and over because the flavor gets stronger. The hard thing about resentment is this, is resentment, the more you cook it, the stronger it gets. And honestly, opposite of chili, it's not the better it gets. It's actually the deadlier it gets. And so you need to really start understanding and deciphering what am I feeling? And I think one of the best ways to do it is just to explore it. Now, some of you, you're afraid to explore your resentment because you think you're going to give more power to it. You're going to increase the resentment. But that's, that's, uh, it's, it's a misunderstanding because when you start exploring it, immediately you start feeling a little bit more angry. But you're not actually giving power to it. You're trying to dig underneath the surface and you're trying to find what are the roots of my resentment? What is driving it? When did it begin? What is triggering it? Why do I feel this way? And the more that you can understand your resentment and your anger, the more you can begin to reframe it and see it for what it is. Because there are times I've watched people in their marriage begin to work through their resentment and realize I'm not actually angry at my spouse. I'm angry at myself. Or I'm not angry at my spouse. I'm, I am feeling humiliated because this happened at work and it's manifesting in resentment. Or I've been harboring hurt for years with something that's happened in my past and now it has been manifesting against my spouse. And so it is important to recognize if you're harboring deep resentment, no matter what it looks like or it's shaped like or who it is towards, it is time to get help because it will affect your marriage. And lastly, number three, your arguments are getting out of control. If you see your arguments are getting out of control to the point where you're fighting big fights over small issues, this is the time to get help. You've heard me talk about this in the podcast before. Um, if you're having fights over which way the toilet paper goes on the toilet paper holder, if you're having fights over where the toothpaste is squeezed, these are so small, minuscule things that don't, that don't invite a large argument. But if, the, if it's those level things that are sparking massive issues, massive fights that are just growing into one, two-day fights, you have to recognize that things are just so far out of control and you both need help. Yes, you as an individual may need some healing and it may need some help, but the both of you, you need help. Maybe you need help working through how to do conflict resolution. Maybe the both of you need to understand that you've never been on the same page with conflict resolution. 
Maybe there's unforgiveness that's been lingering there. Maybe number the thing that we talked about in number two, deep resentment has been kind of filtering how you look at everything. Maybe mistrust has developed in the relationship. I don't know what it is, but I challenge you, if your arguments are getting out of control, it's time to get some godly help. Get a marriage mentor in your life, get a godly therapist, get somebody in your life that's going to help guide you through this to figure out what is driving the lack of communication, what is driving the misconnection between or the disconnection with all of your conflict, and how can you get toward a place where you're growing, processing, and working through things together. So let me give you the three things again. We're talking about signs that you may need, that you really do need marriage help. Number one, if you're feeling lonely, even when you're together with your spouse. Number two, if you're harboring deep resentment. Or number three, if your arguments are getting out of control. If any one of these three things are actually popping up in your relationship, then ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get some help. That's all I got for you for today. Thanks so much uh, for listening. Again, like, uh, subscribe. If you are so inclined to give us a five-star rating, that would be a huge, huge plus. But we love you all. Keep fighting for your marriage. Keep growing one Monday at a time, and we will see you next time. God bless.